Thanks for listening to the Starting You podcast. I'm Jenny Rayher, and I built a successful vegan donut business with nothing more than a marketing background and $500. After four years, I sold my business for a profit. Now I'm a business mentor and teach you how to start your business from scratch, regardless of your experience. Keep on listening for more. Welcome to episode 16 of the Starting You podcast. Thank you so much for being here and thank you so much for following along. It means so much to me to have you here. Oh my gosh, I have started and restarted and stopped and deleted and started again this episode so many times. I can't even tell you. I have been through a lot these past, oh my gosh, I don't even think I did an episode I have not done an episode since like January, and now here it is, March, what, 3rd or something? Um, So for the past couple of months, I've just been through, my husband and I are calling it a season of loss. It has been a season of loss. A lot of stuff has happened. We had to put our amazing dog, Scout, down. Um, He was 15, and he just wasn't doing well. It was just time, and... He was such a sweet pea. He was just the love of our lives. We have two other dogs now, but um, he was so special. And it was just a really, really hard thing to uh, accept and to also do. Um, And fortunately, we heard about this amazing euthanasia service and they came to our house and it was a peaceful passing, but it was... Oh my gosh, I just want to cry about it now. Um, Everybody has been so supportive and sweet, and I'm so thankful um, to just have everyone's support during that time. And um, yeah, it's just been really hard. Um, My husband and I don't have kids, so um, it was, oh my gosh, just excruciating to lose him. And we have another dog, Bo, who is close right behind him. They were the same age, which I never recommend anyone. Don't ever get dogs the same age because <laughs> you're going to lose them at the same time. They grow up together, but you're going to lose them at the same time pretty much. So Bo is, he's close. He's not as close as, as Scout was, um, but he is uh, the same age, 15. And um, yeah, it's, it's close to time. Anyway, that being said, I I, <laughs> I recorded one episode where I was just bawling my face off. And I'm like, you know what? You don't need to hear that. You know, this isn't, it's not about me and my loss. Um, this, this podcast is about you. And so, uh, and how I can help you. And you hearing me talk about my dog and how much I miss him is probably <laughs> not going to help you much unless you're going through loss. So... I was inspired by today's episode. I finally got my act together. And I was inspired by today's episode by Mel Robbins. I talk about her a lot on this podcast. Um, And she was interviewing the founder of It Cosmetics, Jamie Kern Lima. 
And Jamie basically started her company from scratch. She had zero makeup experience, none in the cosmetic industry. And she just winged it, figured it out, believed in herself the whole time, ended up being on QVC, which I have talked about before, um, as one of my goals to just be on there and just be a host for a few seconds. Um, Anyway, she ended up being a host on QVC, or not a host, she ended up selling her product on QVC. And she only had like a few minutes to sell it and then it like sold out, spoiler alert. But you have to listen to this episode, it's really good. It's on Mel Robbins podcast and um, it's, uh, it's about finding your purpose. And she talks all about finding her purpose and oh my gosh, it's a, it's a really great episode. To be honest, I haven't finished it yet because I was so inspired by it. I'm like, I got to start my podcast episode number 16. Here we go. The reason I was inspired by it not only is because she, you know, just was scrappy, started everything herself with her husband and uh, made this company from like a dream to an insane uh company that after QVC, she ended up selling to L'Oreal for like billions of dollars, or maybe it was a billion dollars, but who cares? It was a lot of money. And she, um, yeah, now she goes around, writes books, talks to people about starting their businesses. I mean, she's a really well-known figure in the space of entrepreneurship. And it's just such an amazing story to start from scratch. But the point is, is that when she was talking about it with Mel Robbins, she was like, oh yeah, by the way, when I started my company, I quit my job. I was a news anchor and I quit my job. I went all in. I used all my savings with my husband and we didn't make any money for three years. But the whole time, you know, we didn't doubt that we were going to be able to make something out of this company um, and this idea but everyone else around us was questioning us. Everyone else around us was saying, are you sure you just don't want to get a job? Are you sure you just don't? I mean, isn't this a little hard? I mean, you haven't made money in three years. Like, how are you even doing this? And, you know, out of concern and trepidation and, you know, skepticism, everyone around her was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't think you're going to make it. And that's really hard to hear as an entrepreneur if you've ever heard that. Um, I definitely heard that <laughs> a few times um, when I was starting, but she never doubted herself. Her husband never doubted himself and they were like, we're going for it. I don't care what you have to say. But this episode today, I wanted to talk about how we have doubts. And I'm gonna imagine that you've probably had doubts and you probably thought, why in the world am I doing this? This is way too hard. And why don't I just stop and get a job? Or why don't I just get a part-time job? Or why I'll just quit altogether and just go back to my nine to five. And I want you to know that that is like totally awesome. I think there is no shame in that. Um, a lot, uh, some people in this space make it seem like it's a shameful thing. Like, nope, you need to go all in and you need to um, give it everything you have or you're not gonna be successful. And that was not um, Jamie Kern Lima's uh, 
thought process. Um, that's just what she did for herself, but she doesn't judge anybody if you decide that you're just gonna get a job. But I think that it goes through our minds as entrepreneurs. I know it did for me. I thought about it constantly. Like, this is way too hard. I could just make money, you know, going to work nine to five for somebody else. I don't have to worry about paying my own taxes. I don't have to worry about, you know, getting my invoices out. I don't have to worry about, you know, just the day to day of running my product based business. I just didn't, I, I was just like, it would just be so much easier if. But like her, I believe that I was going to be successful and I didn't want to get a job, um, but I did. And I wanted to talk about that. I wanted to talk about, first of all, just kind of normalize the fact like if you are thinking that it's awful to quit and start over in your nine to five, you know, just quit what you're doing, quit what you're doing as an entrepreneur and just screw it all and just go back to your nine to five. Again, no shame in that. Entrepreneurship isn't for everyone. Or if you're thinking, oh, I just, I just want to make some money on the side and I just, I can't take not getting a paycheck. It's just driving me crazy. And I feel like I'm not contributing or I feel like I'm, you know, spinning my wheels and I'm not making any money and I could easily make money doing X, Y, and Z then there's no shame in that either. A part-time job while you're working on your business, your, you know, your venture is not shameful. I mean, you, you need to make money somehow probably. And, um, and if it's, you know, to make money to get by, or if it's like, you just want to contribute to your husband's salary, like I did, again, there's no shame in that. And it, um, it's, it's, I think it's a necessary thing in a lot of cases. It's something that I really haven't talked about um, as far as my background, and I just wanted to talk about it. Jamie Kern Lima inspired me to do it, so here we go. When I started, I was, we were in a different city and I was all set to like get started. I had my product. I had a couple people try it, a couple of friends and they were like, oh my God, this is amazing. Are you going to sell it? And like, yes. And then my husband got transferred. So we moved to a completely new city. Um, and I was like, well, I'm still going to do it. But you know, I quit my job, um, because we moved and I was like, how am I gonna, how am I gonna do this? Well, I'm just gonna do a bunch of research. I'm gonna start a website like a lot of people do. I'm gonna um, get my logo. Uh, I created my own logo. I came up with the business name. I did all of that, but I wasn't making money. And I knew that I was gonna be successful. Like I felt it in my bones. I knew that it, my product was gonna take off because I did a ton of research. And I also just had the intuition like, yeah, this is totally gonna to work out. But I wasn't making money. And at one point my husband was like, when are you gonna start making money? Like you've been at this for six months and you haven't even sold it yet. And I was like, well, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, well, you're not going to know unless you try. And then I think 
shortly after we moved, um, I found out that the town that we moved to was actually having its first farmer's market. And I'm like, what are the chances of that? <laughs> and so I ended up selling my product. I sold out at the farmer's market and I was like, yep, this is it. I'm going to do this. This is going to work. But my husband was still really skeptical and, you know, I totally get it. I had no experience in the food industry. I had no experience um, in the culinary industry, like a culinary background. I didn't have a pastry degree or whatever. I didn't go to pastry school. I had no idea what I was doing. I was just winging it. And, um, of course, somebody is going to be like, yeah, well, you don't really even know what you're doing. And yeah, wouldn't it just be easier to get a job? And so I started thinking about it and I'm like, you're right. Maybe um, I should, you know, get a part-time job. And he's like, great. Well, I'm the kind of person that's like, I'll just take whatever. Um, and I didn't really put a lot of thought into it at that time. I'm not that way anymore. But at that time, I was like, I'm just going to take whatever I can get. This restaurant was hiring that was, uh, I don't know, in our town. And um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to work at a restaurant. I think it'll be such good experience for me, first of all, because I've never worked at a restaurant. And second of all, it would just be really good if I plan on getting into this line of work. And so I got a job at the restaurant and um, I was a busser. And I was not, I was kind of waiting tables. Like I would get people their drinks, but I also bus tables. And then I would clean up at night, not night. They closed at two. Um, and I would, you know, mop the floors and do like, it was really hard labor. Honestly, it wasn't just like sitting around and, you know, waiting for customers to come in. I mean, this place was hopping. It was so busy from the minute they opened to the minute they closed at 2 PM. It was nuts. And so I worked there part time and my goal was just to like make money. So my husband would be, you know, just feel like I was kind of contributing in a way. And also, um, I was making money with my business. I, you know, started with $500 and then I got two clients. One of them was a church Another one was a coffee shop I met through an entrepreneurial group that I joined. And um, I want to say there was another customer, but I don't remember. Um, so I had to work out of a commercial kitchen and I found one like an hour away that was teeny tiny, but like fit my needs and um, I would work at the restaurant, I think until two. And then after that, I would go and make my donuts at this uh, teeny tiny commercial kitchen. And yeah, I did that. I want to, I don't know. I want to say like three months, maybe. I don't, I don't really remember. It seems like an eternity because <laughs> that restaurant job was really, really, really challenging. Um, but I learned a lot. I learned, and this is going to make me sound kind of snotty, but I learned how to use a mop. Not just like a regular mop, but it's like a commercial mop. And there's like a, I don't know, I, I don't even want to go into it, but it's, it's kind of tricky. It was really hard for me to learn. And of course, everybody made fun of me, but um, it, it was something that I didn't know how to do. And obviously I had to do a lot of mopping and a lot of cleaning up the kitchen and a lot of really hard labor. 
when I had my own donut business and it just kind of prepared me for that. Like if I just would have jumped in and been like, all right, here we go. I've never mopped a floor in my life, but here we go. I don't know. I think that there are seasons of your life where you're like, you know, it may not be the best time in your life, but there's a reason for that season. And it was interesting because Jamie was talking about that in her interview with Mel Robbins. She was talking about, you know, she worked at a restaurant. She worked at Denny's and um, it was really hard, but she learned how to, you know, have conversations with people she didn't know. She learned how to bust tables. She learned how to take people's orders. And it just really helped her kind of get in the mindset of customer service. Um, and she said if she didn't have that experience, she wouldn't have ever thought of anything else, you know? It inspired her to think of something outside of that. You, you always think you're made for more. And that was like her impetus of thinking about that. Like, I'm made for more. I'm not gonna just work at Denny's my whole life. And so anyway, um, yeah, that's what I did. I had my part-time restaurant job. I had a couple of customers um, through my donut business. And then I was like, you know what? I just need one more customer. That's it. And then I'm out of here. And um, I set up a meeting with a, a coffee shop that I was just like, oh my God, this is the best fit ever. And I didn't hear back from them. And I remember, you know, I, everybody at the restaurant, all my um, coworkers had tried my donuts and they're all like, oh my God, these are amazing. I hope you get into that coffee shop. And I'm like, oh my God, it would be such a dream. <laughs> it's like a movie or something, you know, like you're wishing for something to come true and you're just like, I don't know. I haven't heard from them. Maybe I should call them. Maybe I should. And everybody's like, oh my God, you should totally email them. And so I ended up emailing him and followed up and I felt like, I remember I was shaking. I was shaking because I was like, this is, I, I don't want to follow up with them. This is, I don't, this is, it's so awful if they don't get back to me. It's just like humiliating. Well, anyway, they got right back to me and they're like, oh my gosh, we're so sorry. We're so busy, but yes, we would love to meet with you. And I was like, oh my God. And I just remember jumping up and down in the restaurant and some people were just like, what is she doing? <laughs> and then other people were like, oh my God, this is so exciting. And so then, um, I ended up meeting with them. They tried my donuts. I was like, this is in the bag. I got this. And then I didn't hear from them again. So I kept working at the restaurant. And I was like, oh, if I could just quit, it'd just be so great. I put all my eggs in that basket. I was just like, there's no way this isn't going to work out. I don't want to, you know, try to get business from somebody else if I can get this, this, this coffee shop because it's going to keep me really, really, really busy. I don't recommend that, but that's what I did. And um, I ended up uh, having to email them again. And I was like, this is so humiliating. I this, I don't wanna follow up, this is so awful. Like I feel so desperate, you know? And so I followed up again and then they were like, oh my gosh, we're so sorry, we've been so busy, but we love your donuts and we would love to have them in our store. And I was like, no way, and I just remember I was literally dancing around the uh, the restaurant. 
And again, people were looking at me like I was crazy. But anyway, I gave my two weeks notice and I was out of there and I got that business and I was so excited and it changed everything for me because then I could use them as a reference. Um, you know, I'm in so-and-so coffee shop and then people were like, oh my God, you're in so-and-so coffee shop. And then I'd be like, yeah. And then they, you know, people had heard of this coffee shop and it was just like, it, you know, things just started snowballing from there. But Again, I, it wasn't like, you know, all daisies and rainbows and bunnies hopping and easy street for me, um, you know, to, to get my business started. And I, I think a lot of it, I think more than anything is just the self-doubt that I, well, I didn't really have self-doubt. I think it was the self-doubt around me that I fed into. Right. So if I didn't have to take a job, I wouldn't have. But I felt like I had to because I, you know, I felt guilty. Like I felt like, you know, what am I doing? I'm just playing around with donuts all day and my husband's working really hard. And I felt guilty. I felt bad. And so that's the main reason that I got the job um, at the restaurant. But, you know, it in in theory, it wasn't a lot of money and <laughs> it was a part-time job, right? Of, of, you know, minimum wage or whatever, uh, plus tips. But it, you know, it wasn't enough to be like, okay, now my husband can quit his job. <laughs> it didn't support us in any way, but it did make me feel better about myself. And I think it brought my husband a little bit of comfort just knowing like I'm contributing. I don't think he would have chosen a restaurant job for me um, but that's what I chose and that's what I did and it was easy that way because it was you know a part-time job that I didn't really have to think about I didn't really have to you know put in all these hours and then I had nothing left it was you know it was hard work but it wasn't like a full-time job so Speaking from that experience, I just, you know, I wanted to share that story because I think, again, it needs to be normalized. Like, it's totally fine to keep working while you're starting your your entrepreneurial journey or even if in your, you're in the middle of it. I think it's normal and I think it's a good thing um, because you don't want to put so much pressure on yourself like, you know, this my business has to do X, Y, and Z, or I'm a total failure. You know, if you have something to rely on, something to fall back on, then you have money coming in while you're, you know, doing your thing on the side. It kind of becomes a flip of like your, you know, your entrepreneurial journey becomes, you know, your side hustle. Or I guess what I'm saying is it's like a flip if you decide that you're going to start this entrepreneurial journey, your new business, and it's not taking off, and then you have to take a side job. So it kind of works both ways. But anyway, I, again, wanted to normalize the fact that it's normal and nothing is wrong with you if you're working full time, if you're working part time, if you're working two hours a day, no matter what kind of job you have um, while you're trying to get this thing off the ground. I, I think it's actually better, like I said, because you're not putting so much pressure on yourself to um, make ends meet with just this one thing. And so, yeah, it also just makes you so much more appreciative. And I think 
for me, it was more just like, yeah, I am not made out for the restaurant industry and I am not going to keep doing this. And so it was even more motivation to put myself out there and make things work and make sure that, you know, my, my donut business was going to take off. And so, yeah. I'm even doing that now, to be honest. If you follow me on Instagram, then you know that I am a content creator. And so while I am coaching, I'm also a content creator. And I have to say it's it's kind of challenging because I, you know, I'm I work maybe a little bit more than part-time in my content creation business for social media. And um you know, after the end of the day, the last thing I want to do is work on my own stuff, right? As a, as a coach to promote my business and, you know, be on social media another three hours. So it's been a challenge to kind of find the balance. And I think you might find that too. Like, how do I even do this? Um, a lot of people say that you should, you know, burn the midnight oil working on your dream and, (laughs) You can do that if you want, but you're just going to burn yourself out. I promise. Um, you can't you can't burn the candle at both ends, so to speak. So um, you just have to find that balance. And if it's, you know, focusing on your main job or focusing on your part time job and then getting to your other one, your your entrepreneurial venture when you have time that's what it is. You're in that season and that's okay. You have to do what's right for you. And every step is a step in the right direction. I promise. It may not seem like it It may seem like, oh my God, I feel like such a failure that I have to go back and work, but you're not a failure. No, you're doing what's right for you and your family and um, your sanity. And I think it's a good thing. You have to look out for yourself and you have to do what feels right. And I promise you it'll work out in the end. It always does. You're always in this kind of, um, I don't know, what am I trying to say? Like this thought that, you know, why is this happening to me and why do I feel like I can never get ahead? But every everything that happens, happens for a reason. And, you know, if I wouldn't have taken the restaurant job, I would have felt like such, I mean, I didn't know what I was doing anyway, but I would have felt like such a fish out of water if I would have gone to the commercial kitchen and not known how to mop. I mean, like, seriously, I know that that sounds stupid, but it's like, (laughs) it would have been really bad. I didn't know how to use the commercial ovens and that was bad enough, but you know, just to like learn those basic skills, it was really, really helpful for me. And also just like meet people in the industry, see how it works, all of that. I don't regret it. I don't regret having that experience. And I think you should look at it like the same way, that it's not a bad thing. So that is my episode for you today. I hope you found it helpful. Um, Yeah, just don't feel bad if you have to take a side job on top of your starting your business um, or even a full-time job. No shame. It's okay. You will make it through it either way. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you on the next episode.